Welcome to the Girl Gangs Podcast, hosted by Alexis Adams and Amber Patchelock. We are NPC bikini and wellness competitors on our road to pro. In our podcast, we're going to share everything from the good, the bad, the do's and don'ts with the hopes of helping anyone who may be new to the sport. Get ready for some serious girl games. Hey, hey, what is up? And welcome back to the Girl Games Podcast. I'm Amber P. I'm Alexis Adams. And for today's episode, we've got a fun one. It's going to be a Q&A. Alexis posted on her Instagram and you guys have some questions for us. But first, we're going to jump into a quick prep update. So at the time of us filming this, it is Friday, April 29th, and I am, it's peak week. (laughs) It's peak week. Yeah, I was just like, what's going on? So I'm doing the NPC Pittsburgh well, that was um, J.M. Mannion's show in Pittsburgh. So that'll be my second show of the season. The goal is to come in looking even tighter and better than we did two weeks ago at the Charlotte Cup. Um, we started depleting early, which was yesterday. And this week has been very, very challenging just due to my energy. I've just been exhausted. I've had no energy whatsoever. And I wasn't expecting that because after, well, for the Charlotte Cup, she fed me into the show and then bumped my calories up significantly. So I was at that, I was depleting on like 1100 calories, I believe. And then she bumped me up to around 1750. So I've been riding that out until yesterday. So we dropped down for depletion, but this depletion, I didn't have to go as far down as I did the last time, just due to being fed in. So we got that going on. Um, Then I have my check-ins on Saturday, tomorrow, Sunday posing. And yeah, we're just going to ride it out. I had my last long work day yesterday for a good bit. And I am so grateful for that. I work a little, do I work Tuesday? Yeah, I work a little bit Tuesday. Then after that, Wednesday, we do the nails. I fly out Thursday. I've got some pros on Friday and then I compete on Saturday. So yeah. What about you, Alexis? That is a lot. Um, so for me, I this was my first full week back at my home hospital, which was Yay. very um, it was kind of hectic just with everything that was going on at work. There's a lot of events, but it wasn't stressful because this is where I want to be. So yeah, you're familiar. Yes. Um, I don't have to like, it just all comes natural because I've been there for so long. So it's very nice to be back. Um, as far as me today, I am seven weeks out from junior nationals. Um, I'm taking check-ins every day that I'm not working. Um, I don't send check-ins on days that I work because 3 a.m. pictures don't look great ever. Um, I won't do that until much closer to the show and then I'll have to. Um, But I'm starting definitely to feel the tiredness that comes along with being close to show. Um, Yesterday, my legs felt like bricks. And it took everything I had. I was even texting Amber to do my cardio. I did it, obviously, but it was like a mental fight because I didn't want to. Um, So we got it all done. I actually found a massage therapist near us that I liked, which is a huge win because you guys know I live in the middle of nowhere in Virginia and we're definitely not a bodybuilding area. And I'm kind of teaching this guy what we need, but 
he listened. So I walked in. I was like, listen, I don't want a nice massage. I want deep tissue. I want you to break up the fascia. I want it to hurt. I want to be swollen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I need to be functional and I need it to be aesthetic. And he was like, okay, I got you. And he did what I needed him to do. So I'm sending my husband there. So that's another win for the week. Um, and we just keep chugging along. Yeah. You're looking good. Your face is even leaner. <laughs> like your face keeps getting smaller and smaller. That is like, I like prep Alexis face. Yeah. Um, I know you don't like because you feel like a crackhead. I like, I don't know if it's because I like it aesthetically yeah. or if it's just because I like once my face starts leaning out, yeah. I know I'm gonna, yeah. um, so it's a nice reminder when I look in the mirror. Yes, 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 yes. You're like I said, you're moving right along. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into our questions. What you got for us, Alexis? All right. Let me pull them up here. Okay. Let's start with a heavy hitter. I got a couple that aren't really questions. I guess they're topic. It's a more of a topic that you guys want us to cover. PEDs. Okay. In competitive bodybuilding, in wellness, in amateur wellness. There's several of them. Use of steroids in amateur wellness. Oh, okay. So we, we jumping right in, huh? <laughs> let's do it. Let's do, do it. Use them. Yes. Yes. Do you need to use them? I don't know. Mm. That's it in a nutshell. Um You don't have to use them to be competitive, but I can't guarantee that you won't be competitive, that you will be competitive without them. Um, Also can't guarantee that you will be competitive with it. No, they're not. There's no magic pill. There's no magic. I think that's the misconception right there. I think people think, oh yeah, that's what I need to do to make me more competitive. At the end of the day, if someone's just got good genetics, y'all, they just got good genetics. So if you take superior genetics and you sprinkle a little PEDs, guess what? (laughs) Yeah, Um, there are plenty of competitors in especially bikini that have turned pro natural. Yeah. there are some wellness competitors that have turned pro natural. I think a large portion of the wellness pros that you see right now are not natural, but I don't think that that equates to it's mandatory. Um, I think the brand new division that is all about having huge legs in, in order to expedite that PEDs help. Um, they definitely can help shorten a timeline in a sense, but they're not going to do you any good. And they're only going to cause damage if everything else is not on point. So as far as most of the people listening to this podcast are brand new to the sport, Mm -hmm. have only competed once or twice. I, you probably don't have PEDs in your cycle and there's a reason for that. Um, there are an enhancement. So they're only going to enhance what you're already doing. And if you are already doing things half-assed, you're really not going to notice anything except water gain. Absolutely. And on top of that, you still got to put in the work. 
that yes. even if you do decide to go down that route, which if you're just getting started, I do not recommend that that's the first thing that you do, because there are so many other things that need to be in alignment before you even go down that route. But keep in mind that you still have to work just as hard. It, it doesn't mean that you can slack off in the gym, because if you're not training, you're not training with intention, you're not going to get anything out of it in general. Yeah. So, um, if you are training well and start taking PEDs and then slack off, you're going to be the same. Like it's going to enhance your crappy training and you're going to go nowhere. Um, if you are already training half-assed and you take PEDs, you might notice a little improvement at first. It's not going to be anything substantial. And if you are already doing something half-assed and then you take something that you cognitively think is going to help you, you're going to have more yeah, and just spiral down a, how much can I get away with kind of situation? Right. Um, and that's also not going to help. Um, there's another point that I wanted to make with this. Also, when it comes to that, if you are taking enhancements, the less, the better. Yeah, man. <laughs> like throwing a bunch of things to a pot and hoping that it boils. Yeah. It's not going to, it's going to give you a big old mess. And then when you do have issues, you're not going to know what's going on if you're trying to take several compounds at once. Right. Um, also, the steroids in amateur, not all enhancements are anabolic steroids. And if you don't understand the difference, you absolutely should not be taking anything. Um, you could have the best coach. I don't recommend that people question their coach, but as far as things that you are putting into your body, you need to understand, understand. um, your coach can advise you on certain things. Um, they may suggest certain compounds for you. You need to do your own research too. Just like going to the doctor, I have never taken a medication that I didn't know anything about. Like, even if my doctor's like, this is what it'll do for you. This is how it'll help you. I'm still going to research that thing before I start taking it. I want to see what it's going to do. What are the risks and benefits? Um, I actually personally just had a consult um, with the physician for some things that I'm handling. And one of the things she wanted to prescribe me was Zoloft for anxiety. Y'all, I have anxiety because I have 8,000 things on my plate. I do it to myself. I'm not going to take a medicine for it. Like I could reduce my plate. <laughs> and help it. Yeah. I was like, let's try this first. <laughs> right. So like her recommendation wasn't incorrect, but it's not something I'm willing to do. Right. Um, but if I didn't know what the medication was, and I just took it, then I'd be trying to figure out why do I feel like this four weeks later? So educate yourself on what someone is recommending you to take just because someone that you know, or the pros you find out so-and-so cycle doesn't mean you need to run that cycle. And the most successful people with PEDs use the least, or you can't tell. You can't exactly. And then something else that I want to say, and this is probably going to like make a lot of people's spirits sizzle, but I don't really care. Um, of course, you do what feels right to you. Again, you don't, it's not necessary. You do not have to if you don't want to. But most importantly, for the people that tend to just 
have very, very strong opinions about it. And that's fine. But to the point to where they try to bash other people that do choose. So here's what I want to say to that. A lot of the some people, not all, because I don't like to generalize some of these people that have so many strong opinions when it comes to enhancements are the same people that are taking birth control. Birth control messes with your hormones. Is birth control considered an enhancement or a PED? No, but guess what? It's still messing around with your hormones. So that's something else that you need to really, really keep in mind. And also just think twice, you know what I mean? Because I see that quite a bit and I don't think people truly understand the effects of birth control and what it does to the body. Birth control can wreck you. It can wreck you. I stopped taking it years ago just simply because I am someone that is a very even killed person. Like I'm not super emotional. I started feeling like a crazy person. I felt out of my mind and I was just like, I'm not putting this in my body anymore. So just keep in mind, you know what I mean? Just, just a little perspective is all I'm saying. The same way in birth control, I feel like comes up a lot. Once Mm -hmm. people actually start paying attention to what is happening during an off season or a prep, once you start clicking into what your body is doing as a whole, you will notice what birth control is doing. Y'all, I work in OB. I work with ladies. I, I, that's what I study. I don't recommend birth control unless it's a very specific situation. Um, but definitely not if you're trying to be successful in bodybuilding. Um, there are other ways to prevent pregnancy than putting artificial hormones into your body. Um, and I definitely don't recommend it long-term. Um, if you are in this sport and you following things to a T, um, you have a pretty good idea of what your body's doing. You know, when your cycle is coming, there are apps that you can get to track your ovulation. You can pee on ovulation sticks that are super cheap on Amazon. If you want to know exactly when you're ovulating and to avoid sex around then you have to have an egg to be released in order to be, you know, the whole (laughs) bees and the birds and all that stuff. Um, There are other ways to track it. Just like people track it in order to get pregnant, you can track it to make sure you avoid that. And that's what I recommend with that rather than putting hormones and then trying to figure out why you can't get lean enough. Yeah, exactly. And basically, like I said, do what makes you feel comfortable. I understand. Yes, there are reasons as to why people have to take it, but that was just more so perspective because Yes, we understand birth control isn't a form of performance enhancement. However, just like some performance enhancement drugs can mess with your hormones, birth control can mess with your hormones. That's all I'm saying before I get the keyboard warriors coming at me. You're not a doctor, blah, blah, blah. Just listen, sis. Yeah, I'm not a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) But I know it's good. (laughs) But you know what's up, right? (laughs) What's next? All right. Um, thoughts on alcohol in prep off season and how to set boundaries with it. You go first. In prep is a no period. If you're in prep, you should not be drinking alcohol. Here's the thing. Alcohol actually counts as a toxin against your body. There is no nutritional value that you are ever going to get from alcohol. Okay. So like, God, at least if you're like, binging out on extra carbs, you can say, okay, whatever. I I have some extra carbs in my system. You know what I mean? But if you're in prep, 
you should not be drinking alcohol, period. If you're in off season, if I am going to drink in off season, I'll have a drink maybe on a Sunday with my family, but that's it. I'm not because I have goals. And also y'all, like if I happen to go out, I know my body, I have a three drink max after that I'm done. And like I said, that's if I'm out or it's like a really special occasion. I don't want to feel like crap the next day. You know why? Cause I still need to get up. I got to go to the gym. I still have shit to do. I have goals. And so it's just a matter of understanding your goals. Now, if your goal isn't to, you know, get on stage. If your goal isn't to get your pro card or qualify for the Olympia, then yeah, it's different. But when you have really, really set specific goals, especially if it's a goal of where you're trying to get your pro card, you're trying to qualify for the O, then yeah, even in your off season, you need to be mindful of your alcohol consumption. Yes. Um, I don't, I mean, I agree. No alcohol in prep ever. Um, it's so it's a toxin. So if you put a, any toxin into your body, your body's main focus is ridding of that toxin. It's not trying to store protein. It's not trying to burn fat. It's not trying to do anything except get that toxin out. So that's exactly what I think about when I'm in the off season and I'm out with friends and I'm like, okay, it would be enjoyable to have this drink, but what am I doing tomorrow? Because it's going to take my, it's that whole one drink, one hour. That's bullshit. Like your effects, even from one drink, the next. Yeah. Um, you might not blow any kind of alcohol content, but your body is still trying to process it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we went to Louisiana. That was right before I started prep and everyone was drinking which is fine. I don't care. Do what you want. Um, I like, I thought about it and I gave my, like, I was fine. I was going to have a drink. And then when we were out, I was having a good time. I didn't feel, I'm like, I don't want to deal with this tomorrow. It's not worth it to me. Um, so in off season, I will have a drink every once in a while, but it's a very specific situation. If I have to train the next morning earlier in the day, I'm not going to do it. Um, I do it more as like a celebratory thing like right. after show I'll usually have a drink uh-huh. if I've had enough water between <laughs> finals right, yes. And, god yes um even when we go out and I have a drink at a restaurant I usually don't even drink the whole thing um Amber's a heavy hitter she's doing three drink max yeah I, like one and I'm like my head's buzzing okay but here but here's the deal so if I am going to drink I'm smart about it I personally I refuse, refuse to drink a shit ton of calories because I would rather eat my calories if we're going to be real. Okay. (laughs) However, if I'm going to drink, the best way to go about it is I'm a whiskey girl. That's my drink of choice. I'll just do a whiskey and a diet ginger ale. If they don't have diet ginger ale, then I'll just suffer through a diet Coke. But if you're going to drink, think about these things that are highly syrup and sugar and all that like that mm -mm. just keep so here's where I'm on the other end of the spectrum yeah Uh, because I like I don't if I'm having a drink that meal is not tracked I don't track macros I do a meal plan yeah um so it would be like in the off season on a scheduled free meal yeah 
and I'm not tracking any of that. So I will use it as like a treat. So I'll like, I, I do like, like a mango margarita. Like yeah. that's you. I'll get if we're well, the reason why I don't do sweet, sweet stuff. I get the, the sugar shits. So <laughs> and liquor for me no. versus reward. Yeah. That, that's why I don't mess with it. I, I can't, my gut can't handle it. And talking about the calories, don't try to add mac- these into your macros. No. It's, it's alcohol be considered its own fourth macro. Yeah. And if we're going to consider anything, consider it fat that as soon as you put it in, it's sticking somewhere. Like it's not, it's because <laughs> it's stopping everything. It's stopping all the processes until that toxin is rid. So yeah. it's not like it's, and then you're burning more calories trying to process it. No. <laughs> don't work that way. Just know you're having a drink. You just simply having a drink and call it fat. It is what it is. But in prep, no off season when you got goals, you just got to be mindful. That's all. Yes, exactly. Um, And those are the boundaries that I would set. If you find yourself Mm -hmm. having a more difficult time not drinking. Yep. Thing that needs to be addressed in it of itself. Absolutely. I'm not having a drink until I get my pro card. So. Yeah. Oh, that'll be my next one too. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll watch her as a junior USA. <laughs> What's next? Um, here's a good one. Favorite suit color, how to pick a suit. Ooh, that's a fun one. So for my personal experience, um, just because a color is your favorite color doesn't mean that that is necessarily the best color for you on stage. Um, mistakes I made my first show, I did not consider the tan. So how a suit looks on your natural skin tone versus when you have a tan on, totally different. Even if you are a woman of color, even if you are a brown skin, dark chocolatey Godiva, you still get a tan and that suit color is still going to look different on you in your natural skin tone versus a tan. So you want to make sure how I kind of like to go about it. And this is just my makeup artistry brain and color chemistry. Uh, I look at whatever my skin, a skin undertone. And then you want to play off of the color wheel as far as what's going to neutralize or balance out. So I have a more of a golden undertone. So therefore, I know warmer colors. I can do things like um, purples or greens. Things like that will pop off really nicely. Or my current suit color is very warm. It's like a red orange tone because I already have a naturally un- red, not a warm, a little bit a warm undertone that I can pull that off. Now, even if you are a fair skin tone, yes, the tan is going to be warmer. However, if you are fair, I guarantee you, even with the tan on. Something with uh, orange is not going to look good on you. <laughs> no. Okay, I want to touch on that yeah. because you and I both have pretty bold suit colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially Amber's is the is an untraditional color. Yeah. If you are Amber's skin tone, do not get an orange suit. The only exception is Olivia, and I told her not to get the suit she got, mm-hmm. and it looked amazing, but. 99% of you guys are not going to look at an orange. So let me throw that out there. Um, <laughs> I didn't pick my suit color either. Jordan picked my suit color. When she said it, yeah. I was like, no. So when she, when she, me, I was like, yes. I was like, I, what? 
I like to be different. Like yeah. that I wore teal, nobody was wearing teal yet. Mm-hmm. Um, last year I got unlucky because nobody was wearing red. And then it was the year of the red for wellness. The red man. Hopefully people move on to blue this year. That would be great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but safe colors are going to be like, I call it jewel tones um so a deeper purple mm-hmm. um like a the deeper blues or sometimes the brighter blues that yeah. but not light ice blue is not gonna be the best for most people um lighter colors in general pastels are risky mm-hmm. as a first-time competitor i wouldn't probably do anything like that mm-hmm. um but considering the tan is hard if you've never competed, you don't know what it looks like on until it's on. Um, so suit companies are really good. I mean, they're designers. Ask them. A lot of them will take consults and try to help you figure out what's going to look best on your skin. Yeah, Or they'll send you like the fabric swatches for free. So that way you can yeah. like put them against your skin and see. That's what yeah. I did. And I just pick like my stomach is the darkest area my um, birthmark is actually on my stomach so I just kind of put it there since it was darker and try to gauge but you can get a lot of swatches from these designers as well yes um and then let's talk about suit cut also so bikini and wellness have different cuts so bikini and wellness suits are different they will they let you go on stage in a bikini suit as of now yes i see people do it the cut is different though in wellness the connectors should come up much higher on your hips um the front of the bottoms should be cut in a v as far as the back you can get almost full coverage like the brazilian cut that most companies have and you can get all the way to like micro pro which is very tiny um that depends on your glute size, how much muscle you have, not your glute size with fat on it, your glute size once it's lean. If you are not completely lean for your show and you wear a skimpy bottom, your glutes will look worse. Yeah. However, if you are very lean and you're appropriately conditioned and you wear big bottoms, your glutes will look weird too. That's kind of a mistake that I made last year. I'm getting smaller cut this year. Um, It cut off my glutes at the top because of the coverage that I got. And so my, it kind of made them look smaller. It threw off the proportions and everything. So I'm getting a smaller cut this year. Um, And once I have that, I'll show on my story, I'll make a post about it because I think it's important. It's something that I didn't realize last year because I loved the way that my body looked in my practice suit. And then when I put my real suit on, I was like, why does this look different? And it took me forever to figure it out. Um, So there are different cuts. When you're first starting, get what you're comfortable with. When my very first show, I got the Brazilian cut. I got the most coverage. I wasn't super sure how I would feel on stage in the back pose. Yeah. with my glutes completely exposed. Mm-hmm. Um, so make sure that you're not compromising how you feel comfort wise, as far as what you're exposing. Absolutely. I have that issue too, um, with my suit at Universe 2020, Jordan, this is before I was even her athlete. I've talked about it before, but she had um, sent me a message. She was like, your suit bottoms are way too big. 
and she gave me very specific directions on how to just like hike it up and fix it it was too big and then just the coverage like you said with yours cutting off your glutes so with my suit now I'll never forget when I got it in I tried it on I instantly text her and I was like, oh no, I think we messed up. My suit bottoms are way too small. (laughs) And she responded, let me see. And I showed her, she's like, nope, it's perfect. And it took me a minute to get used to it because it's a pro cut. And I was just kind of like, "Mm, I don't know about this, but no, it makes a huge difference. So I can't wait for you to get yours because yes, 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 yes. Okay, next one I have is favorite part about show day so this will be fun because until this year amber hated show day yeah (laughs) yes 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 okay so my favorite part about show day this go around so i was someone who i just didn't have a desire to be on a team because i don't know that whole I, i just wasn't into it but i must say having the team backstage, that was nice. It was just an extra layer of support. Now, I'm not saying this because it's necessary, because it's not. You can be solo, do great. Like, that's not going to affect your placing or anything. But it was just an experience that I had never had before. You know what I mean? And then the fact that, that yeah. Jordan was there the whole time and just really paying attention, like all this stuff is new to me. <laughs> I have never had any of these experiences, but just, you know, being backstage and, you know, just having extra eyes on you. That was really, really nice. I appreciated it. Yeah. And I'm actually glad that you said that because my show this year, so in the past, I've always, I'm on a team. It's not as big as Fit Body Fusion. Um, and I've always, other than competing with Kenley last year, been the only one from my team competing at the show that I was competing in. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't like I was hanging out backstage with other girls that were in my same division. This year, I will be doing that to an extent. Yeah. Um, so that'll be an interesting thing to go through. Um, my favorite part of show day, so I... I like to get into town early for the show because once I'm there, I'm like, it hypes up. I'm so excited. I love the anticipation of like leading that final week. Um, Mm -hmm. But my favorite part, definitely being on stage, like being on deck. It's like you're pumped. Your heart's racing. Like Mm -hmm. the girl ahead of you is performing now and you are about to go. That's (laughs) I think that was Amber's least favorite part. <laughs> no, it wasn't my least. So like, I was actually good with it. I, I, I don't, I felt that was the first time where I felt comfortable on stage, but I, another thing that I did like, and I didn't like it until after the fact, um, Alexis knows this about me. I hate being the center of attention. I hate taking photos my least favorite things in the world. However, Alexis and Jordan both forced me to take photos, take videos, get all the content you can. And as annoyed as I was, I'm so glad I have it all. Yeah. So, so glad I have it. Amber put her clothes on, I swear, as soon as her heel hit off the stage. I was like, (laughs) take your clothes off. You're not going to like pro. As far as like being backstage though, I'm not a chatty person. Like I put headphones in, 
we're not we're not gonna powwow. We will powwow. Oh, no. Yeah, be judging. I was like when we're when we're backstage for finals, mm-hmm. then it's already determined, and I'm like I've gotten it out of my system. Yeah, but it's like game day. Like we're not. I'm not running around taking pictures with people. Mm-hmm. If you're competing at the show that I'm competing at, don't take that offensively. I had a lot of people right. last year. Oh, I'm, we were backstage. I never got a picture with you. And I'm like, we we hadn't done our job yet. Like, yeah. it's work. After. Once I'm back there, it's like I'm clocked in. Yeah, you're right. And that's the thing, like, I'm quiet. I'm a quiet person in general. But backstage, so here's how I am. I like being in the mix. I don't need to be the center of attention. I don't need to talk to anybody. I just like being in the mix and kind of like not being seen in the background. So while I'm very quiet backstage, it was nice to just be in the mix amongst my people. You know what I mean? But I agree with yeah, you. Like, like prior to, like, if we haven't gone on yet, it's like, no, baby, we're clocked in. We got work to do. Then after, it's like, yeah, girl, what's good? <laughs> yeah. Some people will get, like, coaches passes and have their coaches back there. Uh-huh. And to me that like I've never done that my first show I asked Nelson if he wanted one he was like ah I mean I don't need to be back there unless you want me back there and I was like okay cool and now I just don't because I'm like that's a lot of stimulus ready and if someone like someone that's not even competing is back there hanging out with me I'm gonna feel like I have to entertain them and I'm not doing that like I'm gonna put my feet up yes and put my head and bump to my music and make sure I'm in the right mindset that I need to be uh-huh. in. Once I click in, I'm staying there. Right. Right. And also please keep this in mind. If you see us, you can say hi. Like, I don't want anyone to take that the wrong way and think, Oh, yeah. I can't. no, you can say hi, please say hi. It's not a don't talk to me, no. but it's not going to be running around to Mm-mm. chat. Like, nah. I'm not going to come up to you and say, hey, how are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. Nope. I'm sitting down. AirPods are in. I'm chilling. You say hi. Of course, I'm going to say hi. But yeah, you, you got to stay focused. What's our next question? Ooh, hey, glutes. Okay. <laughs> um. Finding one that we haven't touched on. Do you keep your food warm when traveling or on a day out or just eat it cold? Good question. Just It just depends. I mean, if I can heat it up, I will, but there's sometimes where I can't and we just eat it cold and we keep it moving. Yeah, I eat probably 90% of my meals cold. If I'm not at home, I don't go out of my way to find a gas station to heat it up. Um, if I'm at work, my, if I get a actual lunch break, I'll heat that one up. Um, otherwise I go to my bag, I inhale my food and I keep it moving. Um, if you enjoy your food too much in prep, you just want more. So it's just, it's like fuel. It's just to get the job that's, that's like, how I explained it to my mom was just like I'm not I'm just eating for fuel I'm not eating yeah to, to feel good or be like oh this is so delicious it's like no just a different mindset right, so let's see how to pick a category mm. 
So for that, I would say take a look at all the different divisions that there are and just looking at the divisions, use your own discretion. You can kind of see like what your body type will fit and then kind of go from there. I will say that um, for most people, you don't choose wellness, wellness chooses you. Just because you carry the majority of your body fat on your lower body does not make you a wellness competitor. I feel like now people are finally realizing that wellness girls, that is a shit ton of muscle on the bottom half. That ain't no body fat, okay? So if you start leaning out and you realize there's no muscle there, you are not wellness. <laughs> yeah, Um I, and that's not to say if you are eating right now that you can't get to wellness, right? but if you are genetically inclined, if you are not already bottom heavy, it's going to take some time, a good, um, and you, I mean, with switching divisions in any back and forth, whichever way you go. You can take a year and build and then cut down and realize you didn't build as much as you thought you are going to build. Um, and unfortunately, sometimes that has to be the eye opener of, okay, I wanted to do this. It's not going to happen. Let me switch gears again. Sometimes people have to play that game. I tried to force bikini for a long time. Even when wellness was announced, I was like, uh-uh, I'm not doing that. I'm bikini. And clearly I was not. Um, but at the time, I didn't want the wellness physique, so I didn't do it. Um, and you have to ultimately be fine with how your body's going to look 90% of the year with fat on it. Yep. Cause you're not, you're not stage lean, but a few weeks <laughs> if you are ready early Yep. Um, or if you compete for several shows that season, that's cool, but you can't stay like that or you'll trash your body. Yeah. You, you have to. And you, and you what? Mm. If you stay that lean, you won't improve. Oh, God, no. There's no way possible. You made a very solid point because, yeah, stage lean is just for a little bit. So you got to ask yourself, once body fat does come on over this muscle, am I going to be okay with this? You know? Yeah. So as far as picking a show, see how you like to train. Um, Sometimes the risk with bikini is... You can max out. So probably not at the amateur level, but there does come a point when you have enough muscle. And if you add any more, they're going to tell you to take it down. Yeah. So I was watching Jennifer Dory's YouTube channel and she was, she was training and she was very, very on point about that. She said, you guys, you have to understand I am no longer in a building phase. So when you're watching my videos, please keep that in mind, because if you do need to build your programming is going to look different than mine. I was like, good job. At the beginning, bikini and wellness should be training the same when you're first starting out. The difference is wellness is likely going to continue pushing, especially lower body, but you can still max out your upper. Like I don't train my upper. I do a pump once a week and a lot of times it's not even a pump pump. Like (laughs) it's some 
lateral raises and that's it just to make sure they stay where they're at. But I'm definitely not trying to grow my delts or back or anything. Um, whereas my legs, I'm constantly pushing them. If I had stayed bikini, I would have gone way down. I wouldn't be going up in weight in the gym. I wouldn't be training for days a week. Wouldn't be doing um, much, honestly. Huh? I said you wouldn't be doing much as far as lifting goes. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Um, so it just depends on what kind of training style you like. Like mm-hmm. some people want to build up to a specific physique and then just maintain it. And if that's yeah. you, bikini might be your field. Um, mm-hmm. It just depends really on what you like and also what your body's going to let you do. Everyone doesn't have a bikini structure. Everyone doesn't have a wellness structure. You might be figure. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I think the other ones I have are kind of long, so it might okay. be good to chop it there. We can chop it there. We can do like a part two for the rest of them. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Okay, perfect. So we're going to cut the questions there in the next episode. We can just utilize them and we'll do a Q&A. Hey, Kenley, Q&A part two. <laughs> so thanks so much for listening, you guys, and we will chat with you next week. Bye, guys.